Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Connecting Stories. Um, Spicy Mangoes here for you, me and Rahul. Uh, today, we're going to talk about studying and living in Estonia. But before that, uh, first of all, thank you for joining in and thank you for listening uh, to us. Um, and we also would like to thank um, Emilia from Lithuania, who made our, uh, the, our logo for the podcast, our uh, lovely, nice-looking logo. And uh, we just wanted to, yeah, give her a sh- shout out uh, for uh, helping us uh, make such a beautiful logo. But uh, so going back to our topic today, uh, we're going to talk about um, our experiences of studying and working in Estonia. Also, share some tips and tricks uh, around uh, what what could be useful for people who would like to go study or work in Estonia, um, as well as yeah. Uh, maybe uh, give some uh, references to the sources where you could find more information about uh, Estonia and living and studying there. So uh, without further ado, um, let's start. Uh, um, So Rahul is here as well. Hey, bro. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, You know, it's fine. All right. I'm happy that uh, we're already in the second one. (laughs) Yeah. So. So just another day for you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then uh, let's let's dive into it uh, right away. So first of all, uh, let's talk about why why we chose Estonia for studying and working. And I want I would like to ask that question to you first. Um, and yeah, get your thoughts on it. And you yeah, could yeah. also share your top three reasons actually why you chose Estonia uh, for studying and uh, working since you're working there as well. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, I've been, uh, so I should also say when I came, so uh, actually me and both Kamran, we started uh, this master's program in University of Tartu. And by the way, Tartu is the second biggest city in Estonia, if you if you don't know. Uh, we, we studied here for two years and it began in September of 2017, if I'm not wrong. And I think we'll reach there. But uh, why did I choose to be in Estonia? Well, for me, the answer is not uh, choosing Estonia. It would be more or less how I ended up here because at some point of time in life, I stopped planning things. And of course, I have some uh, choices to make, uh, but they were, okay, let's start. So uh, during my bachelor's, I studied uh, engineering from India and then one year I was in Germany. During the last year, uh, I spent there two semesters, so... I was offered a job there. Uh, it, it was going to be in design. Uh, I was studying 3D printing, 3D designing in my core engineering. So I was I ended up getting a job off near Hamburg. It was for designing planes, airplanes from Airbus, like not directly Airbus, but a company that worked for Airbus. Yeah. But the day I was going to join it, just one day, one week, one week before, or maybe less, uh, the Hamburg State Council, or I don't know, the Rathaus, they emailed me like, hey, man, sorry, we cannot extend your visa. You have to go back so reality and apply your visa. For- reality uh, kicked in. Yeah, well, reality, well, not yet, because a bit, I guess it was a shocker, because I don't know, what, yeah. what did they say? Because they said to uh, increase my visa, like... Uh, convert my study permit to work permit like two months back. I was like, ah, oh, nobody, just give us the degree, we'll do that. But since there were uh, some issues and German bureaucracy, 
uh, it's not the best in the world it's quite slow and then i felt it as well they said basically i had to go back to india and apply visa in a german embassy in india and it was just a lot and i told them is there any way what are you doing uh, like is there any way to get like i could stay here i'm here already just uh, get me a visa get me another one let me stay here yeah. and you can do processing whatever you want because i'm going to join and they said no yeah and then it was a shocker and i actually just called my father i said uh, this happened it was more interesting because i had just come came back from india like two weeks back yeah. since i didn't know when would i come back but uh, apparently life finds its way uh long story short then i went back india uh there i applied for the visa but the thing was there was a one month waiting for the embassy and then i applied and then it took the embassy four months to right. <laughs> give a positive answers and it it had been all already for four to six months until i had to join the job yeah and this offer was expired of course the company couldn't wait forever just for one employee and uh yeah so i was graduated i was I, w- i didn't had any job in india because uh, jobs in india work a bit differently yeah. like when you're in bachelor's companies come to your university and recruit students but i missed all of my last year anyway yeah. but anyway it was a happy year i would say i think everyone should have this gap year i had an accidental one so i had my dog uh, we had from there estonia will kick in soon So at one yeah, point it's a long way there. <laughs> it's a long way there. That's how that's how I ended up. So I said okay maybe I really don't want to do a, do a job right now. I would like to study maybe. And since I already spent a lot of money so I thought maybe let's find places where I could study uh, for cheap and also like uh, potentially for free I could get a scholarship. Yeah. And then there were like masters abroad and I like being in europe so i thought okay let's do europe but uh, i was not really moved for germany so i actually never applied in any german university mm-hmm. and then i was looking for master courses and this specific course that we studied it was called uh, innovation and technology management it really felt something that i could study uh, and like it was a new one no it was like first time they opened it so yeah exactly it was a new one and then uh, and then i started researching what estonia So and it's it, of course I found out that very dislocated. Yeah. <laughs> no. I had been in Estonia before like just four days in Tallinn when I was traveling and I think I told myself I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> <laughs> and I think two years later I was The first impressions yeah. can be deceiving. Yeah, they were they were I never ever thought I was I just spent four days in Tallinn and I wouldn't even know where, what is Tartu so back then Anyway, so I found this master's program and it was just, I reflected on it and it was great. The city was great. It was, I Google like it's been, a, it's old university, it's quite prestigious. And if I could get in, so I applied here. I think I applied to Russia, Hungary, Austria. I mean, these are places because there were a scope of scholarship and I got in, in most of them, all of them actually. But then at the end, I ha- I chose Estonia. So maybe now your three reasons come back in. Um but I think you you gave is, yeah you gave enough reasons I would say. No, I I didn't. They were like how I ended up here. Yeah, but one of them you said it's uh, like the fact that it was affordable. So 
Um, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, actually, okay. Well, I got a scholarship. You got a scholarship, yeah. Waiver. So that was reason one. Reason two, it, it's, it's, it was up. It was cold area, and I like cold and uh, hot weather, so that checked mark. And third, it was also in Europe, but uh, it was near the Nordics. I don't know. I, I had been to Norway and Sweden before. I liked the area, and I just wanted to see what's going to happen. And But I didn't think too much. I was like, okay, it's Estonia it is. I don't know anything. Let's do this. And also, so that's me. And also, like Northern Europe, yeah. uh, generally is considered more uh, developed when it comes to uh, like technology and. Um, yeah, yeah. And... So that that I found I find it out uh, through uh, Google anyway. Like Estonia is number one in e-governance and just technology. Yeah. You know, like sounds very interesting, and uh, that's how I ended up here. Yeah. How about you, Kamran? Why did you choose to be in Estonia? Yeah, I think we we share uh, we share some of the uh, some of the sort of decisions that um, are behind uh, our choice. Uh, maybe well, choice for me and potentially uh, something that you ended up with for you, um, which is again, I think I also consider that uh, partially as, as a choice. But um, for me, uh, I was uh, working in Azerbaijan and uh, I felt that it's time to move on uh, potentially and. Uh, yeah, go do a master's degree. Um, and I've, I also think that um, one of the reasons is that uh, education is a, is a very good proxy for potentially uh, finding a job and potentially settling in, uh, in, in Europe uh, specifically. And so for me, why was Estonia is, first of all, yeah, affordability, because you have quite a lot of uh, scholarships, you have... Um, uh, apart from that, it's also the living costs are considerably uh, lower uh, compared to some other countries like Germany, let's say, or um, I don't know, France or some other uh, countries. Uh, then the technology aspect of things that it's very tech oriented and that you have very good um, mm-hmm. sort of balance uh, or collaboration, actually, very good collaboration between universities and the private sector. Um, so companies recruiting from the universities, but I think that's more of an indicator uh, across uh, Europe, uh, I would say. So, but es- Estonia is also a very good example of that. But also, yeah, very digital society and like the the processes that are involved. But, I mean, these things did you already know before coming here? Because I didn't know I didn't actually. Know. I I was applying to Germany as well, uh, but. Um, mm-hmm. As we know, uh, Germany is very popular with its uh, bureaucratic mechanisms in place, um, which just take longer, and they're a bit more cumbersome. Because as I'll give you an example that for uh, for the University of Tartu or even Tallinn Technology, you could yeah. just apply through a website, and um, the key element there is, like for example, you don't have to send physical papers, physical documents to the university before approval. Yeah. So you just upload everything and then they review it. And then if you get chosen, then you would send the original document, which kind of makes a lot of sense, though not a lot of universities, um, specifically in my experience in Germany when I was applying to some of them, uh, they required the documents first, physical documents. You would have to get a copy, notary approval, blah, blah, blah. It's just really good for some. And then they would actually say yes or no. So for Azerbaijanis or somebody outside of Europe, sending documents is very expensive. So just like a batch of documents would cost uh, somewhere up to 80 euros to send. And so for for somebody who is working, maybe it's not a big money, but potentially, let's say, for somebody who finished bachelor's degree and is a student, 
uh, it's quite quite a bit. And if if you take into account that you need to send m- to multiple universities to increase your chance. Um, so, anyways, the ease of getting. I think, the- uh, actually, I think now I think about it, there was also this reason how I how I applied to Estonia because there was no application fee back then. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. I applied, there was no application fee. No, there so was, there was. Pay. I think there was. No, 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 no. Um, in 2017, I didn't pay because I only applied where uh, I didn't right, have okay. to pay because what? I didn't want to tell my parents because they were already uh, very scared for me yeah. what will happen, what's going on. So I wanted, I didn't tell anyone until really I got in and everything on. I on remember if I, if my memory doesn't mistake me, I remember that there was a, a, a 50 euro or something, uh, but no, maybe it wasn't uh, it was too... Introduced introduced in 2018 yeah but it maybe it wasn't uh, to university of tartu it because uh, i i think i also tried to go uh, apply for taltech so uh, and there i yeah. think they had it yeah. uh, but then they've yeah. introduced yeah. it which i personally think that yeah it's valid because uh, given uh, this sort of competitive environment across europe in terms of the like admissions and stuff uh, I agree, but to be honest, yeah. if they, it if it was if it was not free, I would not have applied. Yeah, but back then because I didn't want to, I didn't want to ask my parents for money. I just wanted to just confirm everything and then let them know. So yeah, that that's true. That, that's a that's personal true. reason. That's yeah, a personal yeah. thing. So if 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 there was an application fee back then, then I wouldn't be here. So uh, for me, the appli- yeah, <laughs> the application fee wasn't really a much of a, like if they would ask 50 euros, I would still pay it. Uh, it's, I, I don't think that was a big reason, but I agree. No, I, it wasn't I, I think, a big thing. Yeah. It, it's not a lot of money, but I just didn't uh, wanted to ask them because I already had spent a lot. I, I see. But, but anyways, uh, from, yeah, so uh, that was one of the reasons, uh, and yeah. So technology, the ease of access, just sort of like the let's say if you were a, a, like a customer in terms of customer journey experience for a student who is applying, is definitely hands on one of the best experiences that you could have in terms of going through the process. Um, and the the frustrations are very sort of limited. You don't necessarily have much. Um, and so yeah, th- so those are the those are the. So how did you decide University of Tartu? Like because said I think it was the program. I think because I was looking for something where you would study, um, you would be like studying technology and business, some sort of a mix uh, of those. Mm-hmm. So I was looking specifically for those programs because of my experience. I was working as a business analyst, so working with tech mm-hmm. people and the business. Um, the, the innovation and technology management the program seemed to offer both uh, the, the good sides of the both both of the world. Yeah, and so we can conclude, like, I think we can already conclude three reasons. Like, one was affordability. The second was the program itself. Yeah. That's why, that's why we are here. Yeah. Uh, third one, I forgot. Maybe you can chip in. Uh, just the environment. I think the, the fact that Estonia is very digital and then there's a lot of, uh, yeah. there's okay. a lot of marketing yeah, going true. on outside of Estonia about Estonia. And to be honest, uh, a lot of it is true. Sold. Yeah, is is exactly. A lot of it is true. Uh, whereas if you compare it, maybe, I don't know, some other countries potentially, you might not get the same mm-hmm. experience. Uh, but again, uh, the country is small uh, and that kind of plays into the role as well um, that... Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it really also depends on on the yeah on the person's needs as well. But I, I'm quite happy with uh, with the decision at the end of the day. So. Yeah, I, I, and I I think that you you have the same, no? Yeah, yeah I agree. I think we'll go through it use uh, yeah. at later stage in this and, podcast. So okay, so if we go, if we move forward with the um, yeah 
to talk about okay so what how to study or work in Estonia I think what we we can do is that maybe we can share some of the resources uh, but I think one of the good ones uh, is... I think maybe we didn't talk about it uh, we <clears throat> we decided why did I choose to or why did we choose to be here for studying but I choose uh, to be true. here to work as well and you don't so I maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but I we had a we had a mutual experience uh, on working in Swedbank uh, as an intern yeah, as an, as interns for for three months. No, and... they were called junior specialist, Kamran. Not just... yeah, junior specialist, but it was still an internship <laughs> in a way. I know, I know. Yeah. But junior specialist sounds better. Junior specialist interns, uh, all of it basically. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, the work environment. Uh, why would you actually, for example, go for it? Is that uh, depending on whatever country you're coming from, your background. Uh, if you're within Europe, maybe it won't necessarily change as much. Apart from the fact that um, there's uh, quite a lot of emphasis on uh, like efficient usage usage of technology and IT and all this to make your life easier. Uh, but if you come from outside of Europe, um, just the management and the approach is quite different. So uh, you don't necessarily have a hierarchical uh, management uh, yeah. in the organizations. And like people take care of you as an employee and you do sort of count. Uh, and I, I, as I said, this is like think, my experience. I think you said uh, uh, something with Europe, but I think even in, inside Europe, intra-Europe, it really depends. I know some people from Europe or not from Europe, but who have worked there, like they find being in Estonia, uh, like the work environment is quite, as you said, quite supportive and open and and chill as well. for them. And chill yeah, because chill. you don't have, chill. yeah, you don't have, you don't necessarily have uh, much, of st- much of a stress and that your job and your performance is uh, directly linked to just your work performance, not necessarily how much time you spend doing it. Um, and so it's it's quite relaxed environment as well. There's no pressure, but that I think that's that characterizes um, I would say large organizations to a certain extent uh, across many European. Yeah, but countries. I think uh, uh, these this structure might have also been in place because they have been inspired by the location because uh, yeah. most of the Nordic companies are in uh, <clears throat> Estonia, and then the work culture around no- like Scandinavia and the Nordics also. Is valid in Estonia. Yeah, I would say so as well. Yeah, I, a lot of people may be debating that, like, for example, Estonia, due to its past, it's more Soviet. And while there are certain elements of it, like uh, when it comes to, let's say, uh, uh, minorities or a certain group of people or the fact that, you know, for example, Russian is very uh, is like a second language there. Uh, nevertheless, I do still consider that when it comes to work ethics and culture, it's... Um, very much a Nordic, uh, a Nordic mm-hmm. approach rather than um, let's say Russian or Soviet approach. I mean, yeah, Eastern European. Yeah, Eastern. yeah, Eastern European approach. So, um, but I, I find that uh, that this approach is uh, is quite similar. So I currently work in Belgium, um, despite mm-hmm. the fact that I, I did uh, study in Estonia and work there. And um, yeah, the the work ethics. Uh, I work at ING, and the work ethics and the work culture and approach is quite similar. Uh, what I had in Estonia, um, and the, with with certain changes and like um, differences, but they are really minor differences, which I think are driven mostly by the cultural backgrounds of of the place that you live and work. Um, but overall, I think mo- the the biggest reason for uh, for going to work in Estonia is 
apart from the fact that, you know, it's innovative and you have lots of startups, if you want to start your own business, it's easier, you know, all these sort of technicalities is really the culture and the work culture and the approach. And I think the people, people, because yeah. uh, our colleagues have always been supportive uh, because, I mean, of course, in a workplace, because we work in a big company uh, back then in Swedbank, and I still work in another big company called Finair. Yeah. Most of the colleagues here in Estonia are Estonians, but I never feel out like from outside because it just people are quite supportive and nice, and it it has been there for. Actually, also, I mean, it, it was my first time that I joined a job, which was in Estonia and which was Swedbank, and I really felt like included, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I think people play a part. So people are very Estonians are very nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. I I fully agree with that. Um... Yeah, and I, from my perspective, uh, the reason why I uh, really put an emphasis on a culture coming from Azerbaijan, I think the the element of more of a hierarchical management, uh, where uh, organizations and companies and sort of uh, maybe government institutions, it's quite hierarchical in the sense that you know you have a boss and then the boss has a boss, and, and you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but here, yes, and you here do I have... talk to my seniors even with their first name. Which yeah, is, exactly. I mean, I remember was, we were invited quite weird to... for me in the beginning. Uh, because in India you would, I don't think that you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember we were I also. Even, I cannot even, I cannot even uh, say hi to someone who is senior to me without saying sir or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, we have a. For us, it's not sir. It's called, for us. We say malim, which is literally translation okay. to teacher. So, but but. Uh, okay. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's similar to search. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and you remember, like, we were invited to a lunch with uh, like top executives and like the board members, yeah, I do. and we I have do. Asked, and we were... asked questions. I mean, I yeah. I couldn't imagine that happening, uh, in my personal opinion, in any of the uh, countries that we come from. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree because I think it's it's also part of just their own. It's not the work culture, but like the culture back there that is transported to the work culture but in Estonia it was as you said we had this session with uh, CEOs yeah and it was it was quite uh, board members that we were we, yeah. we were open to ask anything and we did ask like even difficult questions exactly that, yeah. what they wouldn't expect but and we were handled so nicely and like that stems I think from the fact that you have more of a open approach to things and uh, making sure that people can actually speak up if they have any questions thoughts so um you don't necessarily create a, a an environment of um, like ambiguity and people not knowing what's going on and sort of you know that yeah, so I think we can conclude uh, yeah. uh, why we are here or at least why I stayed here it's because of people that work culture and I think also I would say the work I do I work as a business analyst yeah and the work I do is very interesting for me and the company I work for is as well people yeah. are nice and yeah, yeah, so uh, that's they, why I'm here. You work with I don't data. Know why, that's something that you are sort of. Why can't I move about. away? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, my uh, moving away is more of a based on personal reasons. Uh, yeah, I know. I rather know. than anything. But if 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 it wasn't for personal reasons, would you think would you stay back for a few more? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. And I would love yeah. to. Uh, yeah, and I would love to in the future also like really move uh, move around in the sense of like come visit and potentially mm -hmm. spend a bit more time in Estonia and. Uh, yeah, it's um, Europe is quite accessible within Europe, let's say so. And hopefully, for now, 
<laughs> yeah, well, hopefully they also finish the railway Baltica, Rail Baltica, I think it was called. Uh, yeah, I think it will be for your grandchildren. <laughs> no, it it in the next f- five to ten years they should be done with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But see. yeah, basically, uh, for for someone who doesn't know, this is a project that aims to connect the uh, the Baltic countries to the center of Europe, which which is uh, quite yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, it does. I think the uh, the there's a lot of European countries that can learn from uh, specifically Estonia when it comes to a certain um, like technology and IT and uh, mm-hmm. and I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of mechanisms that they built to share these experiences. But uh, this is something yeah, yeah. that maybe we could discuss in another episode. As well. Yeah, of course, why not? So maybe the next part of the I think lecture. we already yeah we already actually. Um, yeah. So next, next one uh, would be like uh, we would like to share maybe some uh, some resources that uh, you would find very useful. Um, uh, basically, uh, apart from the fact that there's one website that you can actually go as uh, study in Estonia. That ee. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Rahul. Yes, but it is you, correct. You have uh, pretty much everything there as well. All of the resources, links to bachelor's, master's, doctorate programs. Uh, also, working in Estonia. ee as well. There's uh, yeah, yeah. So I think what I like about Estonia is there's a website for everything. Oh yes, and, yes. And, and not I, just that. Most most websites are translated to English, so they cater to people who do not speak Estonian or Russian. So this yes. makes me also, I feel included. That uh, okay, they're caring about us as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm studying Estonian, but still, I mean, it takes time. It's not the easiest language. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so for groups, I think you just Google something in Estonia. And even if you go to the Estonian government website, it will link you to all the things that you want to know, yeah. like the taxes, the work environment, like work in Estonia, study in Estonia, and everything is a govern- government website. And they're not as crappy as you would expect a government website to be. Oh, yeah, they're quite for sure. good with UX and UI. And that's what I miss uh, about life, <laughs> because uh, yeah, if you compare the Belgium uh, with uh, with Estonia when it comes to digital presence and like accessibility of information online, it's quite different. Uh, partially because, um, well, despite the fact that English is not an official language in Belgium, so Belgium has like three official languages: French, Dutch, and uh, German. Yeah. Um, there's there's not many websites that have been translated in English, and so. Um, you you kind of have to either speak one of these languages or just be a very good friend with Google Translate. Um, but 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 the one thing about Estonia is that you will find any information you're looking for about a particular topic online, and you will you're less likely to uh, be sort of uh, twindled in all the ambiguity about oh, what is this topic about or how could this happen or how should I do this. Most of the information is public, accessible, and in English. Uh, and also, I think if, if if I had some problems, I always email someone. And yes. to my surprise, I would get a reply quite fast, uh, yes. even from the government side. Like, yeah. Yes, for sure. So th- that is very nice. Yeah, getting your your um, so any interaction you have with the government is uh, is is just a breeze. It's it's really nice yeah. having that. Is is really nice. It's not. Um, and you have your ID cards, and you know it works everywhere. So, uh, from a digital perspective, and just sort of accessibility, um, Estonia is. In Belgium, is, you do not have such kind of. There is there is an ID card, so you get a residence card, which is similar to that, um, to the Estonian ID card. But the challenge here is the connect 
connectedness of government services uh, to to right. that. Right. Um, websites are not necessarily as like good in terms of UX or UI, but there's a lot of efforts to try to uh, make it better, uh, to try to improve it. Um, so, but, so but again, can, I think we already talked about studying and working, and I think we're moving towards just general living in Estonia. So maybe we can share our experience of living in Estonia since we are talking about like how was our time and how is still my time going on? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So um, what what are the things that uh, you... Um, uh, highlight. Like, yeah, can you highlight, can highlight. Yeah. And this is more around like tips and tricks on studying and working yeah. in a way and living. Yeah. Uh, well, I think just uh, the highlights of living here, it's just the ease, ease of things that go around. Like as you said, anything related to government, it's just... Uh, as easy as I don't know browsing a website because it is a website. Yeah. I, if I have to do something and pick up something, call someone and get some information, it's quite easy, and that that has that has been really helpful for me, and it's uh, it's a big plus. So I think the basic tip and trick is like never panic. I mean, there is no really not really a need to panic about anything. You can ask. There are resources, there is international houses, both in Tallinn and Tartu, and then there's the websites there are. One thing more, uh, what I can cherish about living here is, well, I think Tartu. Tartu is a place that I stick to. Uh, I mean, I have lived in Tallinn, as Cameron mentioned. We both lived there for about three months. Yeah. But I think I still like Tartu a lot. Why I think why I'm here, why I'm still here would be two reasons. And people do ask me, what are you doing here? <laughs> okay, funny thing. Uh, I would just mention it because yeah. why not? Uh, when we were working in Swedbank, we had a health check, if you remember. Uh, yeah. We had a mandatory health check. And I went to the doctor and, you know, you just like, hey, how are you? And we st- I start speaking some broken Estonian and broken Russian. It's like she was happy. And then she was, she saw me where I'm from, and she's like, "What are you doing so far away from home?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I, I mean, for her it was just like a normal question, but I got existential. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I think I have to realize as well sometimes, like why, 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 why I'm here, what I'm doing here. But the reasons that uh, let me stay here is maybe three. One is people, as I said, people have been supportive. I have Estonian friends who are great, Estonian colleagues who are great, and even stranger Estonians. I have Estonians coming coming up to me, like, uh, for example, I was hiking in a small town, and I just went out of the bus station, and a person, probably Estonian, he came to me, and he he said, uh, hello, Tere, and then I started speaking Estonian, and he was just so happy, and then he was like, ah, oh, where are you from? I said, I'm here, and they're like... Uh, are you on vacation? Are you like he was just so happy to just <laughs> yeah, talk to me? Yeah, yeah. And he was happy to know me, and it has not happened like one time. It has happened several times. Also, there are bad experiences, but they trump out like ten to one. So if yeah. I have ten, twenty good one, then I have a one bad one. So I, and even the bad ones, they can happen in like any country. It doesn't matter which country That's you're in. That's true. So, I, I don't. People. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily yeah. recall that uh, like bad experiences, uh, but I agree that maybe you're more well, likely. I, did, let's I say, do to move a lot than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I would say people, and second would be uh, Tartu city. I think I love just being here. Tartu just uh, feels like a home. 
it, it's not a big city for people who don't know it. The second biggest is Estonia, but only 95,000 people live here. So yeah. <laughs> it really depends on your uh, uh, definition of sizes. But uh, it's quite nice here. I think I consider whole of the town as my as my home. I can walk around this everything new, and it's a student city, so it's quite a dynamic environment. And just there's there's everything in Tartu. I mean, I can write a blog why Tartu is the best city in the world, but Tartu is one. And then I think the last is my work. So currently, I'm working as a business analyst and working for working for Finnair, which is a Finnish company. They have an office in Tartu. I work with a lot of data and just the work I do, I just love it. And I just feel like continuing it. And these three things that let me stay here. So if there's an imbalance of three things, then yeah, then I, I might consider moving out. But for now I'm, I'm here and I'm happy to be here. Yeah. The, I, 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 in, in the sense of uh, my experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your yes. experience, uh, tips, tricks while you're living here. I think studying, uh, working. So Tartu, for sure, I I share with Rahul the fact that yeah, Tartu is a, is a really nice city, uh, despite the fact that it's small. I mean, relatively small. Uh, but that's one of the benefits as well, because um, then it's not overcrowded. You don't have that much of a let's say cars or transport going around. It's quite mm-hmm. clean, and um, the air the air is uh, is definitely very clean uh despite the fact that it's small you still have quite a lot of things that you can do you can be part of like sports activities like play football whatever with friends and um you can sort of you like cricket now so yeah yeah exactly um and then you have the nature uh there so it's quite beautiful um it's it is essentially a student city and so if maybe cameron let me put a question for you because right now you're not here but what would be the reason except your personal ones? I mean, that's why you're in Brussels, but uh, maybe you yeah. can expand on that. If you were living here and you were not limited by, I don't know, other reasons, that why would you stay here? Or why would you consider moving back? Like, uh, hypothetically. I think, I think for me, uh, I would move back. Uh, in, the thing is that if you, if, I, if you, if there was more opportunities in terms of work, because uh, mm-hmm. yes, you have a job, but I think that uh, mm-hmm. Tato still is a student city. It's more oriented to. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And maybe potentially for students who do internships, uh, you know, with the companies that are there. But I know that there's more of a movement to like for companies bringing in more, um, more their offices moving to Tartu due to cost considerations and etc. Uh, but I would move there if I had like a, a really nice, let's say, remote job where I mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to be anywhere else. And I would mm-hmm. definitely consider going back to Tartu and living there and working remotely. Um, or just Estonia. Or just Estonia, yeah, Estonia in general. Um, but I mean, if I had a remote uh, work opportunity that's fully remote, um, I would yeah. rather, I would prefer sort of moving around than living three months here and six months there. Uh, but unfortunately, due to my citizenship, it might not be a good investment into the future. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So uh, it's, um, but I think, I, I still think it's more of a student city than it is for um, like people to stay and work while you, no, you, you, no. you, you have a job there, but a lot of, a, I would say, uh, yeah, quite a lot of our friends as well. They moved out to Tallinn and they live there. Um, I think it's the preference of living uh, in a bigger city. But I, I mean, if you have a if you have a fulfilling job and uh, like enough money to sustain and like what you're looking for, yeah. if you have here, 
then then you would stay but if you have a preference like if you like a bigger city and you feel like you need to see more buildings and traffic then of course you <laughs> can't find it here well big cities are not just about uh, uh, buildings and traffic uh, there's more well, for movement me there are. So there's more no but whatever you uh, whatever I mean, you in study, india as well i i'm not from a big city uh, it is a big city but it's not the, like the biggest one and just the perks of living there is just that it, it is small and accessible there's more economic activity that's one of the reasons as well is that um if you this is just a question of numbers but again it's personal preference if you if yeah, you yeah. if you prefer to have less people around and sort of have a more zen environment then yeah tartu is is perfect in that sense um but if yeah, you I prefer cities uh, tallinn is also quite nice yeah yeah i agree um, so have you been anywhere else in estonia just traveling I think I, we are sharing living in Estonia we can also share how we have traveled around or yet uh, I personally well apart from Tartu and Tallinn I, I have been to the islands uh, I think it was uh, Saarema Saarema um yes. The, yes but then yeah traveling within Tallinn really in the surroundings I haven't I haven't I think you've traveled more in Estonia than I have so yeah yeah well I like traveling so and I have lived let's say one more year than you but uh, i think i've traveled most of estonia like every corner and that's what i like about it as well in living in estonia you're free to travel yeah literally you are free to travel you have don't it doesn't cost money <laughs> like in atartu county and in valga county where atartu is uh, public transport is free in sarema also public transport is free so you can just take a bus go nowhere take do a hike to a swimming you can cycle as well because the distances are not that that much exactly you can bike around so these are also the things so that would be the fourth reason that i'm here that the ease of access to environment and nature you know yeah yeah no for sure um and as i said like there's not there's no uh, there's no problem with the activities and finding activities i remember we went swimming as well and you remember on a yeah i think when we were living in tallinn we would go to a beach new beach every every other day yeah yeah exactly so um from the activities but what i wanted to ask is like what are the yes. if we would actually maybe switch the topic a bit in, in the sense of uh what are the tips and tricks what are the things that people maybe would need to know before coming to estonia um that would help them actually to to settle i think uh, it's better not just estonia if if you're moving somewhere if you're doing a new thing it's it's good to come with a blank blank space or a blank slate Of course it's good to have uh, several kinds of knowledge but these are the tools. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like experiencing like something new. So I I wouldn't know that what things that you already know. So I don't know. For me I... when I came to Estonia I had no idea except where my bus was going to. So I reached Tallinn airport okay I have a bus to Tartu and then I will figure out later. So but that's a kind of living so it's it's yeah, really it's more of a your a pr- personal sort of approach as well yeah but uh, w- i mean what do you think the that like n- for example knowing this piece of information uh made your um life easier when you moved in first mm. i would say just uh knowing that estonia is a diesel country just gives a good impression and then that is true that it's 100% true that e estonia is 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 great so uh, we don't have to worry about government stuff i think that's what i can say 
Okay. It's one less worry. Like when I pay taxes, I have paid taxes and it took me 10 minutes to do that. Yeah, after after you I, get your card, uh, yeah, for sure, it's e- easy. Yeah, okay, well, tips and trick is this this ID card that Kamran talked about before. So this we have this ID card and everyone has a personal ID number which is connected to everything. So get to your, I mean, it, it takes in your health insurance, just work experience, address, and it. It helps you to log in into website. It helps you to sign digital documents. And it just, that's great. It, it's a magic trick by itself that they have made such a good infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I would How say, you? I would I would say uh, one of the things uh, you, you need to sort of maybe first know is that uh, like for, let's say, from my experience coming from, uh, mm-hmm. let's say, Azerbaijan or uh, mm-hmm. countries where culture is a bit different uh, and mm-hmm. and people are a bit more sort of like I- into each other in uh, a way, let's say, uh, like yeah. really yeah. hot-blooded and, you know, they, um, like in Azerbaijan, guys kiss each other when they greet and things like this, being close to each other, etc. There's When you go to Estonia, people are a bit more, they keep distance and, you know, the, you need to, uh, it's not, I'm not, I don't want to say they're cold or anything, but it's just, it takes yeah, time yeah. for them to get used to it, to you. I think you can, because whenever I've heard official presentation, even from Estonians, the first yeah. thing they also say is that, ah, oh, Estonia is a cold culture environment. So you can say that, I think. Uh, well, you can, I think th- that you could be imp- interpreted as it takes time for them to get used to it. Yeah, yeah. As I said, Estonian people are nice. Like It's, it's just, not the same uh, as, as going to Italy, let's say, or to Spain, you know, it's just cultures uh, yeah. with warm climate. Tend, I, I assume, tend to have a bit more of a, uh, a warmth to them uh, than cultures that they I would. I mean, it's an interesting it. hypothesis, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's one of the things I would say. Uh, secondly, for sure, always do your research, like be prepared, be informed. Yeah. If you if you have any questions, you can find information online, which is probably not going to be the case. Uh, most of the information is available. You can reach out to people on Facebook groups. You can don't hesitate yeah. to write emails to people. Like sometimes I, I notice some students, they'd rather go onto Facebook to ask questions than just directly email the uh, the university mm-hmm. or um, yeah whoever wherever you are going, maybe for work reasons. But always ask questions. Send an email. Do not hesitate to ask uh, ask questions. Nobody is going to be judging you, saying, "Ah, oh, this person is stupid. He asked the question." Because I feel that maybe uh, if you come from a background like ours, there's a bit of a yeah, yeah. this issue. Oh, you know, asking questions and uh, asking silly questions is stupid, and that you're supposed yeah, to know yeah. everything. That's not true. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody. Um, in Estonia or in European countries, but I don't want to generalize, but specifically, let's say, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my experience, nobody would assume that you're stupid uh, and you always feel need to feel free to ask questions. So that's the second mm-hmm. thing that I would say, like, don't worry, ask questions, send email to people, call them potentially if you don't get, but of course, if you send an email and then 15 minutes after you uh, want to call, maybe don't do that. <laughs> it yeah, takes yeah. time for people to do that. Um, so that would be the second thing. And um, I think third one is just, yeah, don't worry about things. Be chill. Yeah. Um, everything works out at the end, especially when it comes to... I think to... that's not just about Estonia, that's in general. Uh, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, Don't watch news. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So don't, don't worry about things. Be chill. Everything works out at the end. And um, yeah. And it has always been, the world has always been there before us and it will be there after us. 
Yeah. And and one thing I wanted to also note that I forgot to mention is that um, one of the differences that, so I did an Erasmus in, in Belgium as well, uh, coming oh, to yeah. university okay. in Cairo Leuven. And one of the biggest differences that actually struck me is that um, students in University of Tartu specifically, um, mm-hmm. they they do they do have more of a, a power in a way like as 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 let's say customers of an organization they have power in mm-hmm. the sense that like if you're not happy with something they're customers they are the owners yes they are the owners so you as a student you do count your voice counts yeah. if you have a yeah. challenge or if you have an issue you can always take it up with uh, either the teachers or you could take it up with the administration of the university and they do listen and they do really care about your feedback that wasn't my experience as an Erasmus student in Leuven, for example, and I, I felt mm-hmm. a bit more, uh, you know, uh, just lost within the sea of other students. But again, Leuven is a much larger university with uh, bigger yeah. funding and student base, and it works slightly differently. So it's not, uh, it's not completely uh, uh, public or yeah. government. So it's a different mechanism of working. But in Estonia, yeah. I feel more empowered as a student, and that really yeah. struck me. And I think you have to always take, keep that in mind that you will have differences if you do Erasmus, potentially, going somewhere abroad, Estonia, then, yeah, keep that in mind. And that's just my yeah. personal experience that um, the, in Tartu, you, as a student, you matter and uh, you, should be, you should feel empowered, for sure. Yeah, so. it's, I think it's a privilege as well. So. Yeah, being a student, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and well, being okay, a student, some... yeah. It counts. Kamran, let's let's spice things up because we are the spicy mangoes. <laughs> yeah, so let's I would spice. like to ask you, what are the top three things that you did not like or enjoy in Estonia slash Tartu slash I don't know University of Tartu? Um, well, one thing I didn't like is the fact that I couldn't reach to Amazon. It's difficult to buy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm joking. Of course, you, you can still uh, buy things from Alibaba. Uh, <laughs> For now, <laughs> <laughs> for now, yeah, exactly. No, but that's not that's not an, and that's not a reason. Um, there are very few things that I didn't like. I think maybe the the weather does get cold. Um, you get less sunny days than you would like. I think, I think, I think cold is not cold is not the problem. The darkness is. Uh, yeah, for maybe for you is the darkness, but that's kind of related to the fact that it's cold and the the, the climate, location uh, of the country in a way. That's something that um, I mean, it's not a it's not a uh, it's not a big of a deal, but mm-hmm. it's something that it would have been nice to have more sunny days. And I think Estonians would also potentially agree that yeah, they don't get much of a sun. Uh, that's one of the things. Um, uh, what else? I think I would agree with the. I mean, it's not. So that would be one thing that I do not enjoy. Well, I like I enjoy the cold, but I do not enjoy dark and gloomy nights. Yeah, and, yeah. and the day as well, which happened, I think, which happens every year in November, um, halfway December as well. That uh, I remember in the university, I would go in the morning at eight for a class. It it was dark. <laughs> And, and then, then you I'll... could come back. It also was dark. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And even if you come as early as four o'clock and it's dark, the the only daylight you see is also like it's not the sun, but it's just a fake, I don't know, just cloudy atmosphere. So it does get a bit uh, stressful because if you're if you're not used to this such kind of environment, and I'm not. Yeah. So that I don't enjoy. But you always have, I mean, you always have friends. And when we were here, that we would just start cook and just go out together. So 
yeah, so yeah. No, but in, that works out. In, that in works that, out. Yeah. It is it, in that sense. Yeah, it, being a student, uh, student city, um, like finding friends, making friends is never a problem. Uh, yeah. You just have to really be. Uh, you just have to be open to uh, making these kind of contacts and relationships, and like talking to people, getting to know them, uh, debating whatever, or meet, going out for a drink, or, or things yeah. like this. Um, but yeah, I think apart from that, the, that's the only sort of uh, yeah bummer in a way. Uh, so we can't the, find the, any the more picture. negativities. Not from the top of my head. I mean, you have free yeah. public transport in Thailand, so nothing yeah. to worry about there. In Tartu, uh, I never need to take a transport, so I just yeah, walk you don't bike. need to because everything is in a walking distance. Having yeah. access to like things, like buying things and stuff, usually is not a problem either because you have you have plenty of uh, shops, you have plenty of uh, supermarkets. That's never a problem. Um, okay, I think maybe one thing I do not enjoy because since I have lived in Germany and now I'm living in France. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, groceries are a bit expensive. They're not as cheap as you would imagine coming here. So that's also like a tip to know. That's true. Yeah. Like li- when you talk living expenses, the rent is might be cheaper, but the groceries in supermarket or just also eating out is quite expensive. Like in Germany, it would have been cheaper to eat out and to buy the same things that I bought there than I buy here. So. I understand it's a small country and there are less people and it's a basic demand and supply rule. So one yeah. thing that I don't enjoy that it it is a bit expensive as people think it might not be. That's true. I can't complain about that because Belgium is also expensive when it comes to groceries. Germany yeah. is definitely cheaper. Um, and like, for example, if I compare quality of food um, with Estonia, here is definitely better. Um, you have more ac- access to uh, more sort of... Uh, uh, organic stuff and uh, because yeah. Estonia due to its location has to import quite a lot of things and yeah. like there's a distance element here it's not the case uh, yeah food is quite good but again if you if you're a Belgian and ask let's say Belgian or somebody uh, compare it to France then food in France or like specifically Paris uh, when I was there food is definitely tastier there um, so it's it's really a matter of yeah, uh, I think the fresh bread it's it's hard to find fresh bread here yeah, yeah, you see, but in, in Paris, you would find it everywhere because it's kind of part of the culture. And you could yeah. find the meat here as well. Like bread itself is quite, uh, but again, it's expensive. Groceries, yeah. uh, nevertheless, the fact that they are expensive, uh, if you work um, and you make a certain amount, like yeah. the groceries would be maybe 25, 20% max. Yeah, of and your, it depends uh, on your lifestyle. So. Yeah, it depends on your lifestyle, exactly. So, uh, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in general, uh, I I don't I can't really say that about because yeah, my only two references are those. But Azerbaijan I can't compare because uh, yeah, it's uh, also India is like cheapest place to live in the whole world. So <laughs> well, Azerbaijan? Uh, no, not really. No, India, India. Ah, India. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, for sure. Food for you guys is like nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I stopped uh, converting into rupees because it doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I stopped doing that a long time ago. As soon as I came, because now we have uh, one euro to two manat, oh, uh, yeah. and so it's <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, it doesn't make sense to convert it. The difference is big. Yeah. Um, but I can't. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Okay, that, yeah. so we can. We do not have much negativity yet, or that we don't no, have. Yeah, these are these are not show killers in a way. Like for what yeah. you're trying to to 
to do, uh, it is a nuts, yeah. I, I think in terms of the quality of education, you are getting a very and, good education level. Quality of living as well, I would agree. A quality of living for sure. So it really lives up to, let's say, these you know so-called European standards in a way, and uh, maybe even even a bit more. Um, so yeah, building relationships is kind of also f for everyone, wherever you go, whichever country you go, you you will have to put a, a bit of an effort to know people yeah. and to build as an international, as an international, it's always a as challenge. As an international. Yeah. I think the best, it's also maybe a trip, a tip, and a, it's a tip that you can, I think I would suggest you to join local organizations that give you access to more people, like like-minded yeah. people, and then you would know them as well. And friend of a friend is also a friend. So you meet more friends and then the chain goes on. So it's better to join a local organization if you're looking for, uh, looking to meet locals. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being part of being socially active, um, joining these organizations, as Rafa said. I know that uh, he, you are very active in this. So, uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's why you, you, you know quite a lot of people. Probably, if you walk with Rahul on the street, everyone's <laughs> gonna be like, "Hey, Rahul, what's up? Hey, Rahul, what's up? What are you doing yeah. tonight?" So, and then you're like, "Who are happened. you, man?" <laughs> it has happened. I can agree. Yes, for sure, it has. Um. Yeah, I think we can wrap up. Uh, I yeah. think we we can, we can conclude. Concluding remarks, yeah. Yeah, so conclude, concluding remarks is that um, if you if you want to, yeah, if you want to achieve something in the sense of like from a career perspective, if you want to change your career, um, specifically around IT and technology, because uh, that's kind of the Estonia's sort of focus, uh, really, both when it comes to university education, a uh, very good sort of engineering uh, aspect of the education, then uh, Estonia is a very good location to c consider uh, to uh, go study. And it, the ease of getting there and then living there and just working there is just, yeah, it's easy. Things do become easy. Um, and I say it from the perspective of if you come from Azerbaijan, let's say, I can't say it from the perspective yeah. of potentially Georgia or Armenia or some other countries um, or Russia. Uh, but I would assume still. Uh, it would be so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I agree with Kamran that we shared so many reasons uh, why did we end up here or why did we choose to be here, and it just it that it end it ends up to be that we all uh, it's a bit more comfortable here, and since we both of us we kind of changed our uh, course of studies and it also wasn't very difficult because we have supportive we had supportive professors the studies were easy going and every like the environment was very positive to, to learn like my experience in the university has been has been great so and i'm yeah. still part of the university so I, I mean if if some university professors have something they can always come back to me so we also have a value as students so that's also has been a takeaway now I'm working at, at work, as I said before, I think what keeps me is the colleagues, my own work, and just the, also the work environment, which is quite positive. I wouldn't really complain a lot about the weather because if it, India is too hot sometimes. So yeah. the hot, yeah. hottest you get is also 25 to 30, which is kind of a reasonable weather. It can be cold, but uh, not inside your home. So I think that is all right as well. So yep. yeah, I think that would be me. But maybe I can and give yeah. One note I wanted to just say, like based on what you said, I cannot overemphasize uh, the the support of the teachers and support of the like faculty members and administration. 
the as I said, uh, students are empowered and they do matter and they do count and their voices. So um, if you want to study and not just sort of, you know, uh, come for fun, uh, in any case, um, you always will have uh, like, yeah, an administration that really will um, make sure that, uh, yeah, you get a proper education as well as support you like in your goals. And in a way, like for you, as they say, the sky is the limit. You can join organizations, you can join startups, create your own one. You can yeah. do internships, whatever. So lots of opportunities. Yeah, lots of opportunities. I think that's uh, that's great. Three words, uh, valid for a student. Yeah. There are lots of opportunities to go around, and uh, there's not a limit. The sky is maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Sky. I think we can conclude this episode. But before that, I can also give a glimpse of the next one because next one is a topic chosen by me, which would be yeah. Id- identity in a multi-ethnic world. So me and Kamran, both of us have, both of us right now are living outside our home country. So it would be interesting to discuss more in a philosophical sense because I'm much more philosopher <laughs> than maybe Kamran wants me to be. So we would discuss that. So that should be fun. So next episode is going to be a lot of yeah discussions around philosophy and like existential stuff. So it's always fun. Yeah, tune so in. Be, and it will be alternate, yes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but but also, if you have any questions, suggestions, uh, we have a Facebook page which will also be in the description. Uh, so feel free to reach out and ask questions. And if you need any, any yeah. help or uh, it's always thoughts, lovely to hear feedback and or just comments that you would, yeah. you would like us to say or if any you have any recommendations for our structure. And just thank you all for listening in, and hope yeah, hope you, you hear us again.